Welcome to the new episode of Lost Time Podcast. I am the timekeeper, Jay. I'm here with two guests. One is currently in the facilities. I mean, uh, uh, yeah. The other one you've heard before. Hello. How are you today, sir? It's me. It's me, Justin. Did you have a good day today? It was all right. That's good. Anything, Anything special today? Just driving. Just driving? I got Subway. You got Subway? Yeah, I got What'd you get? Tuna. Tuna. You like tuna? Tuna. tuna? Well, so there is an announcement that we have to make. Announcement? Uh, we have a email. So if you have a story, a self-story or a story you would like us to cover, uh, paranormal, serial killers, UFOs, Jeff down the street that takes your mail, anything, you can send it in to losttimepod at gmail.com. It'll also be in the description of this video, and you can send in some stories, and uh, you do not have to put your name if you don't want to. If you do, then just put it in the story, and then I can, I'll read them out. I'll read one every episode. If we get that many, they probably won't get a lot in the beginning of that. No, Yeah, but later on the the stories we might so i have a story for you today what if i told you you could contact people from the future or the past would you and if you would is there someone that you would contact and what would you tell them man those are some good questions but i would i would love the time travel but i just don't know who i'm going to be talking to that's kind of hard to figure that out. Oh, man. Where would you go? See, I don't know. I would like to go back in time to see, like, um, it's that one guy that jumped out of the plane with all the money. Oh. D.B. Cooper? Yeah. Yeah, he'd see the story on that or, like, be in the plane with him and be that one person that he talked to, you yeah. know? There were, there, there were some stories that saying that he's not actually real. Well, you, you know, you don't know. Or like the people that escaped from Alcatraz, the two that they said escaped from Alcatraz. Their little, little dingy. Yeah, the little dingy. Would you? Or would you go in the future or would you want to go in the past? I'd do both. Well, I, you, you have to pick one. Just one? Just one. Oh, man. Mm, probably, mm, I'd be scared of the future. Why? I mean... You never know if, like, it could be a, a, a wasteland. It could be, like, actual fallout. But I don't want that. Literally being death claws. Man, just one little flick and you're dead. Can't respawn from that. <laughs> what if What if in the future they have, like, infinite lifespans? But it's fallout. What if it's not fallout? What if it's just futuristic? What if it's, like, cyberpunk? I'd ask. Can you come get me? Can you come Pick get me? Up? me? <laughs> I'll be ready at eight. <laughs> Do you think they still have Uber? They have Uber Plus. Uber Plus. 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 <laughs> it just plus. flies around. Plus. Plus. Uber Plus Plus Plus. Plus Plus Plus. Another three E's at the end. Well, are you ready for the story of Ken Webster, who has contacted people from both sides? You telling me this man has talked to both? People? He's talked to both people in both planes. Are you ready? But you just said I could only speak to one. Why well, can't I speak to both? Well, you're not Ken. <laughs> True. I can be Ken. 
You can be Ken. Let me manifest. Okay. I'm Ken. <laughs> Ken, we have Ken here. What? Ken, uh, what was it like talking to those people? Oh, you know, it was good. It was good? Yeah. What'd you learn? There Who'd you talk dragons. to? Dragons. Dragons? Yep. In the past or in the future? Both. <laughs> Both. When did we see these dragons? Yesterday. Yeah, <laughs> yesterday. What about in the future? Uh, the future was tomorrow. <laughs> okay, Ken. I think you need to leave the facilities. All right, bye. <laughs> we have someone else joining us. He's uh, he's come back. He's come from the future, Ken. Past and present. Past and present. <laughs> I was in the nether You're in the nether realm. There he goes. We had some technical difficulties, but we are joined with someone. Would you like to introduce yourself? Hi, I'm Hunter. You're Hunter. <laughs> Did you have a nice day today, Hunter? Yes, it was. Did you have a nice day today? It was okay. That's good. What'd you do? Uh, not much. Just played a game. Uh, you know, drove over here and. What game did you play? Uh, Ghost of Hiroshima. What do you do? Basically, it's a free world like Japanese samurai game. Uh, basically, long story short, this uh, dude's uncle gets kidnapped by uh, Kangaskhan's grandson, and you have to like liberate uh, camps and stuff like that and build up your own army to go fight this man, apparently. Um, I haven't made it that far that I know of, so yeah. Well, that's good. Yeah, how was your day, dude? Oh, it was good, you know. I was researching for quite quite a bit. Nice. That's good. I like that. Okay, let's try that again. Oh, okay, we're back. Another audio difficulty. <laughs> um, so we are going to tell you about the story of Ken Webster. So the story starts in late August of 1984 in a cottage on the border of England and Wales. Ken started to experience some strange things. Um, he was alongside his friend Debbie and Peter at first, there was just simple things like footprints or um, writings on the wall and the floors, and then it started to uh, started to get, creep up a little bit. Ken would come home to find towers of objects from the kitchen in the kitchen, so like cat food or silverware or stuff, just in a uh, tower formation. So he thought that was odd. And thought it was just, you know, his friends pranking him or yeah. something like that. And he was a teacher for, uh, he was a math and computer teacher. So he had a computer set up in his home. And Ken got home one day. He logged on the computer and seen a message on the computer. So he was like, all right, well, I'm going to click on this message because I haven't seen it before. Normally my items are labeled for, you know, homework or schoolwork or assignments. And this message read, been trying to reach you about your cars <laughs> that's not what it read sure about that? <laughs> <laughs> yes <laughs> my 1990 honda civic did not have insurance, not have insurance. <laughs> <laughs> it read there are the nightmares of a person that fears safe or the bodies of the silent world turn pretty flower turn towards the sun for you shall grow and sow but the flower reaches too high and withers in the burning light. Get out your bricks, pussycat, pussycat. Went to London to seek fame and fortune. Faith must not be lost, for this shall be your redeemer. Message was signed L.W. I was going to say that's like Shakespeare. Yeah, right? Yeah. 
uh, now Ken also thought, okay, well, my friends are just playing on my computer, and this isn't, I shouldn't be worried about this. So he left it and just brushed it off. So then the next day, Ken logged on again and seen yet another message. Okay, well, this is weird. And he clicked on it. And this message read... Definitely Carla sent more to this time, right? Yeah. Really? Oh, yep. damn, right. Yep. Just a little bit. Just a little bit? Yeah, just, just a little extended warranty. All right. Only for two days. Like a hubcap Yeah, no, like, uh, you just get air in your... Yeah. Also, the beeping that people are hearing, it is my refrigerator, so just let it do its thing. Eventually, you know, when we get pretty good, we'll have sound deadening and all that stuff, but you're just going to have to listen to it complain. It's a fridge. Leave it alone. <laughs> it's running. I'm sorry. I can't control it. Is your fridge running? No. <laughs> oh. All right. So, um, he logged on the computer and seen yet another message. He clicked on it and it read, I write on behalf of thy woke strange words thou speakest, although I must confess that I hath also been ill-schooled sometimes methinks alterations are somewhat barful for the meaneth main asleep in my bed. Though art godly man who thy faithful woman who dwell in mine home, I hath no want to affray for Ali Sith main with attic has ripped a with main bound hath I been wretched at night. I have seen many alterations lastly charged house thy home tis a fitting place with lights which devil maketh and costly things that only mine friend Edmund Gray can afford or thy king himself was a great crime to hath bribed main house signed once again LW now Ken's like okay well this doesn't make sense at all so Ken had a friend who was very proficient in olden English so he took uh, this to his friend and said it can you you know can you tell me what this is and his friend definitely confirmed that it was old English yeah, he's speaking facts. Indeed. Now, Ken also uh, also noted that L.W. Uh, said his name was Lucas. And Lucas told Ken that a man came to him and called this thing a box of lights. And told Lucas to speak into the box of lights and then disappeared. That's how he's talking to Ken. It's through this box of lights. He would speak, and words would come on the box of lights, and that's how it would transfer to Ken. Now, someone from the future put this box of lights in the past. Someone put a computer in the past. Wow, world. Yep, yep. And he also told Ken that he lived in the same cottage between 1543 and 1547 during the reign of King Henry. He was a farmer whose wife died in 1917. And then uh, Ken wanted to show Lucas what it was like to live in present time. And Lucas would do the same. 
or would tell Ken because he couldn't physically show Ken. Uh, but he could move objects objects to the house. So Ken's like, okay, well, I have a good idea. I'm going to leave a picture of my Jaguar right next to the computer to see if Lucas can see it. Uh, one second to get to my notes. Mm. Is this like a car Jaguar? Yeah, yeah, or? yeah. Ken had a Ken had a Jaguar and to uh, a picture of his Jaguar, and he left it next to the computer to see if Lucas can see it. This dude be bussin'. Doobly bussin'. <laughs> bussin'. <laughs> so then Ken came back to see yet another message on the computer. And this message read, I have found your picture of thy cart, but it is a bad thing, for without a horse, it seemed it won't go far. Now, it seems like Lucas doesn't understand the times Ken is in, because I don't think you need a horse to drive a Jaguar, personally. They don't know about engines. <laughs> yeah, so... Um, so then, uh, yeah, so Ken also received a message from Lucas later on that said, I thought you were also from 2109, like your friend, who brought the box of lights. Now, Ken wondered what he was talking about, and it seemed as if someone has appeared to Lucas and handed him a box of lights. Oh, I was right. And he was from 2109. Oh, so, he he again. He was like, "Okay, well, who is this twenty one hundred nine? What what is what is the purpose?" And a few days later, he received a message, but it wasn't from Lucas. It was from twenty one hundred nine. The message read, "Try to understand that you three, because there were three people in the house, have a purpose that shall, in your lifetime, change the face of history. We." 2109 must not affect you, your thoughts directly, but give you some sort of guidance that will allow you room for your own destiny. We can, we can shy is that we are part of the same God or whatever he is. So now is Ken talking to two different timelines? One in present? I mean, one in future and one in the past? It sounds like there's two different alter egos going on. Who is 2109? What is the purpose they seek? Obviously nothing, because he doesn't want nothing. <laughs> now, 21, 2109 claimed they were involved, in, that Ken was involved in an experiment with a higher purpose. And they communicated on a different tone. It seemed like they were very sophisticated, and they wanted to get their point across. They didn't speak old English. It was very bit large words, sophistication, straight to the point. The next few days, Debbie, who was Luke, who was Ken's girlfriend, claimed to see Lucas in her dreams, and she felt physical pressure, her hair being pulled, touching, pushing, and heard tapping sounds. And it always seemed like every time she was in the cottage. She would feel like someone's watching her, without or with Ken. Uh, Ken would continue the friendship with Lucas for around 18 months. They would show pictures to each other 
or or he would show it to Lucas because Lucas can show it back. And they would also write on paper to not show 2109 because it seemed like 2109 was intercepting the messages between him and Lucas or writing false messages between the two. Um, um, Why would he do that? I don't know. I don't know who 2109 is. Who is 2109? Uh, he's in my backyard. He's, <laughs> he's your neighbor? <laughs> well, tell him to stop sending messages. Hey! Stop it. That's my savage. That's <laughs> my savage. <laughs> okay, now things took a turn for the worse. Cam received a message. It wasn't from Lucas. It wasn't from 2109. It was from John. Now, John informed Ken... That Lucas was in prison for witchcraft. It seemed as if the ch- the sheriff in the town seemed Lucas had connections with devils through a box, which it was just Ken, and they tried him for witchcraft, as John told Ken. Now Ken doesn't want to cause any harm to lucas doesn't want lucas to go to prison or get sent to the gallows because that's what happened to people in the old times for witchcraft so he sent a message to tell the sheriff or to tell john to tell the sheriff it would be a very bad idea to send lucas to jail so after a couple messages between the two lucas would come back to house arrest but that was not it. As in the next 18 months that they continued to talk, Lucas would have to be evicted because the landowner thought he was a witchcraft. So as the 18 months go, they would talk about just anything to pass the time, knowing the fate of Lucas. They both agreed that they would write a book to one day hope that each other would read it. And that is Ken Webster Vertical Plane is that book. And they have not found the book that Lucas had wrote for Ken. Now it seems like there were three different planes. One time was Ken in 1985. And then Lucas was in 1543. And then whoever 2109 is. They shortly said their goodbyes. They have not found the, the book and not heard from Lucas. That is the story. It seems like you have a past, present, and future type deal. Yes. But <clears throat> what I don't understand is how the box comes in play with the lights. Because he's using the box to communicate... But they also said that this box that Lucas had was what he communicated with the devils with. So what I'm assuming is, is 2109 has this box in his time frame, is communicating with a different dimension? Yeah, so 2109 appeared to Lucas and gave him a box and says, believe in your God 
and then disappeared. Now when Lucas spoke into the box, words appeared. And those words was what Ken was seeing. And they could both interact through the house because they were in the same plane of existence. And then um, the town people overheard that Lucas was speaking to a box. Which if you were speaking to a box, I'd be like, okay, that's kind of weird. (laughs) And they thought it was witchcraft that he was talking to the devil. That's why he was tried for witchcraft. The witchcraft part's kind of funny and ironic at the same time. Because I get it, it's in the 15th century. But I definitely don't think they had house arrest back then. (laughs) I'm pretty sure when people were founded of witchcraft... It was straight to the gallows. You're dead! You're gallows, you're you're getting burnt, stuff like that. I've never, ever heard of house arrest. That man must have had some great fellowship going on or something. He said that they contacted the sheriff, and the sheriff spoke to him, and and they, Ken would say, like, you can't do that to Lucas. We need him for, he has a higher purpose. You can't do that. It's a bad idea, stuff like that. And I guess it convinced the sheriff to let Lucas go on house arrest, which you bring up a good point. I don't think there was house arrest back then. I mean, there could have been for, like, petty theft or stuff like that. But, I mean, witchcraft was a significant charge. Oh, I thought he had something to say, but he didn't. I wonder how old Lucas was then, because... Um, that was a good question. I don't remember him saying an age. Um, it did say his wife died... Um, yeah, he said he was a farmer whose wife had died in 1517. But it did not say how old he was. Well, yeah, if he has a wife, he, I mean, back then you could get married at like 14. Yeah. So. I'm just saying, assuming over 20. Yeah, but they also didn't, I don't know, what was the lifespan back then? I mean, you had polio and everything else back then. I mean, you could get a case of chicken pox and he died, so... Uh, the probably the average lifespan back then was probably like fifty, at max. At max, I would say. Yeah, it's just uh, when I, when I heard this story, I was like, oh man, this is this is crazy. Gave me goosebumps for a little bit there. <laughs> yeah, because it sounds like twenty one oh nine brought this box, so it made it into his timeline. Doesn't want it there. And brings it into this timeline. What do you think the purpose was? Why did they bring a box to some random guy in the 1500s to speak to? What was the purpose in that? So, this box, I'm assuming, is a computer of some sort. Because, like, in in 1500s, they don't know about computers. They don't know what to call that. So, I'm assuming that that box is just a computer of some sort. Yeah, he didn't... He didn't really know what it was because, I mean, it was pretty, you know, fancy technology back then to them. He didn't even know what the Jaguar was. It also mentioned that his box of lice was like he could put it in his pocket. Like a cell phone. Yeah, basically, because when he went to jail, 
uh, they asked you to speak to Lucas to tell him, you know, like it's going to be okay and talk to him and see what's see what's going on. They wanted to make sure he wasn't dead. Uh, that they brought the box to him, but the only one that could see the messages and talk to it was Lucas. They the other people couldn't couldn't do interact with it. It was just a like a box to them or a cell phone to us. So this is twenty one oh nine to them. They. I think they're they're mentioned as one. spread their 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 seed wherever it goes it lands on earth there you go you got you got this my my box of lights what what do you think their purpose was what do you think they wanted to accomplish through this experiment i have no idea do you think it's just how they would react to talking to people on different planes like if if i got a box and i was able to talk to people in the past and or the future, I'd be pretty freaked. I mean, it all depends on the timeline. Like right now, like you say, this happened to us for you know instance. Like it would bet it'd be mind-boggling because you, you're only able to connect with these two people. But what had me confused is you can talk to this box, but you gotta remember she felt spiritual pressure and stuff. So that was because. Uh, Lucas was able to interact with stuff in the house, and it would interact with that with Ken's timeline. So, for example, if there was a book, yeah, I know, I know, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, so that this, so, this, so and he could boss. see, yeah, he could see her because he says that um, he says something in here about the the woman, and it's like you brought this beautiful woman into my cottage yeah. so he can he can see them but they just can't see so lucas bo- this box is able to communicate and show and give you the abilities to move things as long as you have it with you so i mean i can see that to like where in this timeline is kind of like you know like i said mind-boggling but i don't i like i said i don't understand the purpose because if he's from 2109 yeah it's a uh, you know, a big development, you know, compared to where we're at right now with our development with technology, but it's, I don't understand the purpose, you know, like it's, you're giving it to people who don't even have near that type of technology, you know, they don't have vaccines for anything, and then they're able to interact with people who have somewhat of technology. Yeah, I mean, think about, you know, how far 2109 really is away and they're teleporting into different planes of existence like personally i think like i can send a text message to someone in japan or something and they can receive it instantly like to me that's just like mind-blowing like you could just send a text and receive it halfway across the world the whole teleportation thing i think that's more like the cool thing because you know, he's going back into the 15th century where he's so advanced into the future to where you're going back to, I, I want to say a primal time, but it's up there. You know, electricity, non-existent. You know, everyone's hunting for food, growing crops, you know, stuff like that. Herbs are your medicine. I mean, granted they are today, but, you know, it's way more in-depth. 
yeah, they have like pills and stuff, but back then it was like find this plant or whatever and mix it together and strawberry. <laughs> yeah, strawberries fix everything. Unless you're allergic to strawberries and it doesn't fix anything. This lady I went to school with once, she brought in a like a like a dozen of like like chocolate strawberries. Like an hour later she just like got up, stood like just stood there and then just all over her fucking desk. It was the most disgusting thing ever because it looked like blood. And Did, didn't didn't she bring it in? Yeah. How did she not know she was allergic? I don't know. Or was it just because she ate so much chocolate? Probably that. It I mean, could be she, that. She still threw up all over her desk. It was really good. Are you still friends with her? No. Oh. That's not good. I watched her throw up. <laughs> <laughs> and that was the day he knew not to eat 20 strawberries. <laughs> Don't ask him about his uh, <laughs> New Year's story, <laughs> though. <Yeah. laughs> so, uh, That's for another time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there is also... Um, he reached out to like a paranormal group or something or like a society or stuff like that and uh, they wanted they wanted some like sort of proof they wanted someone to be in there that isn't the three of them right so they did bring someone in and they could also see the the messages that were left on the computer which seemed weird to me because lucas wasn't able no one well in lucas's time no one was able to see it but lucas Maybe 2109 specifically picked him out, but why? Why would they pick him out? So then when they brought this person in, they could see the text. So then that was their, like, that was their proof, proof they needed for the society. And then the society came, and they didn't really do much. They didn't really say it was plausible. It wasn't plausible. So then they just left it to be. And then that was when Ken continued to have a relationship. And then Lucas... Had to uh, had to get evicted, and I wonder if maybe they can talk later when twenty one hundred nine visits again. I want to say with this eviction process, I wonder, I wonder if his spiritual pressure and stuff like that was noticed by any new people that lived in the house. Granted, you know, the box and stuff is gone, but since he's able to interact with the house in his timeline. Through his cottage, I wonder if it's still a thing. Yeah, it might not be because he's not there anymore. But it it just seems weird that in one place that three people can interact with each other. And um, there was another thing, but I I forgot I was going to say. But you <laughs> you said something, and then I lost my train of thought. Is there any uh, any questions? So this this. this... 2109 dude is like the fifth dimension. He can just go through time. Yeah, it seems like he can just go through time whenever he wants to. I wonder if there's like a machine or if it's just like it's just like a a brain power that us humans haven't figured out yet and we only figure that out in uh, 2108. Haven't we only like have access to a certain amount of our brain? No, that's that's not real. It's not real? No. Even though Lucy was a badass movie. <laughs> but it's not real. Sad days. Oh, man. And there was another weird thing. Uh, when I was looking up the story, um, you don't know. Like, it's just after this book, he just, he just falls off the face of the earth. You don't. He has no... Like, remember the, the Black Guy children's story where the guy was like, he's written multiple things. This is just that one thing, and then it's poof. He's gone. 
people have tried to contact him to do documentaries and stuff on this house and stuff like that but does, does he ever respond or is it just like there's no silence? way to, there's no way to access him there's no ken webster when you look him up or debbie true when you did tell me to uh look this up or like if you yeah you, the was, football player <laughs> some football player i'm like i have i don't know why you're sending me this i don't know who this man is which seemed weird also uh lucas w told Ken that that was not his real name. His real name was, I think it was Thomas something. I will find it here in my notes real quick. Is there anything else you guys wanted to talk? No? Not right now. What what did you think the purpose was? Maybe to find peace somehow. They maybe. Do you think there was a war in 2109? Well, maybe because he was like saying, believe in your God. Maybe like another god showed up like the egyptians and anubis was like nah i'm gonna kill everyone as long as you uh, uh believe in me you'll be fine and then this guy is like nah something something like something like that um Okay, now we're back. Um, I did find it. It is Thomas Hawarden. Hawarden? It's like Haywarden. Haywarden? Yeah, it's basically it's like Haywarden. And then uh, there was something that I forgot to say. Uh, Ken received one of the final messages from 2109, and it read, The eyes are open, yet nothing do you see the gray regarding mass. I, you convict quietly alone he sits in the dark waiting for silence to be passed and demanding through the eyes of the blind of the unspoken questions to answer of eternal eternal kind the soul he is the traveler chain no bar can hold him to frail flesh here is the ruler of time and space here is your god that is like very cryptic. Is he saying is is he talking about himself? Well, or is he talking about Lucas? I think they're claiming twenty one oh nine is God because when Luke when Lucas said he was visited by twenty one oh nine, he said to believe in your God. But if he's saying believe in your God, that's not saying believe in me. Yeah. Well it could have been whatever he it, it said God whatever it is. Or he is, or so it could be anything. It could be, it could be. You never know what twenty one oh nine is. You know what is, what is happening in twenty one oh nine. He's the dragons, like I said. I thought you said he was your neighbor. But he's also a dragon. Your neighbor is a dragon. Yep. Hurrah! Hurrah! In his backyard. In his backyard. Yeah, my neighbors are in my backyard. Well, what do you guys think of the story? It's really, it's a really in depth. I liked it though. Yeah, it is in depth. It's, it's, it comes with a lot of knowledge, but it's like I said, it's, it's really good. It, it leaves you thinking, like, who's twenty one oh nine? What happened to Lucas? Did Lucas just? Where's Lucas's book? Yeah, that was, that was actually one of it. Was like, did he, did they kill him before he could finish writing it, and then just threw all of his stuff inside the fire? Yeah, he, he could have moved. He could have moved to a different town 
and let's say 2109 happened again to not Ken, a different person, or to Ken. And then it started happening again, and the townsperson's like, okay, well, this is witchcraft. And before they could even talk, they just got rid of them. The Salem Witch Trials. Maybe this is all that happened there. It's just that it's just Lucas. It's not even other people. It's just Lucas. Lucas was Salem Witch Trials. But with his disappearance, you never know. Yeah, and and yeah, with Ken's disappearance, he, did twenty one oh nine take him to his their reality? To his reality, or did he take him back to Lucas so they can finally meet? It is very interesting. I wish they did find a book, or a book was made to see what was in the book. But it is pretty odd that Ken just fell off the well, face of the earth after. If they found a book, that would prove everything. That this 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 whole story is real. That everything. That, well, it could have just saying. it could have just been a book that Ken made to further the story. I mean, I'm sure you could find evidence of seeing like the pages are like worn, they're yellowed. And oh stuff yeah, like that. That sh- significant age. Yeah, showing that hey, this is made in. 1500 and i mean just like me reading old english it is very hard to type it is very hard to read yeah it is it's not something that's he's gonna have to have like his friend that was like fluent yeah or whatever it was in in uh, uh old english to write it for him his and friend's name was peter by the way peter yeah peter 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 um yeah peter is gonna have to um write a book for him and i think that's gonna be a long a lot a lot of time yeah he said old english there's not a lot of people that read and know old english because i mean it's it's exactly what it is it's old english we don't use it anymore a lot of historians probably yeah yeah people that want to know what happened back then and stuff like that is there anything else you guys want to add well i hope you guys enjoyed the the episode of Ken Webster. Um, we will see you in the next episode. This has been the Lost Time Podcast.